I want to thank my sponsor today. They really make the show happen, man. I, I just couldn't do it without them. You know, Solar Labs and Scope, you've heard me talk about it a ton of times because I've used them so many times. The beauty is, you know, you have a product, you want to put the right keywords because it's all about keywords, right? When you, you know that the keyword is what people are searching for, right? When you're thinking of buying barbecue gloves, what do you put in there? That's what you want to figure out. What are people searching for? Well, Scope allows you to do that because you get to see the number one, number two, number three seller in that category, in that group that are similar products. You get to see what their words are. Well, that's the key. There's no reinventing the wheel here. You're going to take advantage of this information that's available that Scope presents for you. The tool is very inexpensive. They're going to give you a couple free keywords. you got to give it a shot. Sellerlabs.com, sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Use the code MOMENTUM to save 50 bucks. Save 50 bucks. Give it a shot. Give it a trial. Get some free keywords and see what you can do. Remember, I also use it on my wholesale accounts or if you do bundles, even better because you could take the keywords for each of those products in the bundle, figure out the best and put it together. Sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Use the code word momentum. I want to say thank you to Karen Locker from Solutions for E-Commerce for being a great account manager. Yes, you've heard me say it a bunch of times, but I mean it because RQ4 was spectacular because of all the variations for a particular line we had that Karen entered. Um, 78 of them, I believe, and now I'm adding a bunch more because we're not done. I mean, it's time of year. It's going to sell right into January, February, and March. So she's getting ready to add a bunch more. That's the power of having that team member that team that works overnight, quite frankly, they work different hours than I do. Send a file. She sends me a file. She's like, Steve, fill in these particular fields, shoot it back to me, and boom, they get it done, and they get it done fast. And it just has allowed us to grow. It's that silent team member. They don't call off sick. They just handle things. Solutions, the number four, e-commerce.com slash momentum is going to save you 50 bucks, and she's going to do that all-important inventory health report. She only does that for my listeners, only through this deal. You're going to save 50 bucks, and you're going to get that inventory health report. Solutions for ecommerce.com slash momentum. Get ready for the new year. Now is the time. Very excited. I've got Anna Hill coming up pretty soon, and she's going to talk to you why it's so important to get ready for uh, 2018. Hey, Gay Lisby's group, um, it was awesome this quarter. I mean, I can't believe the stuff that was posted in there. I saw so many people have so much success and credit her group with having incredible success. Yes, it's still closed. However, they're letting you get in through my link, only my link. And so I have a link out on this episode that'll allow you to click through and get on the waiting list. And guess what? You'll get right in. So it's a special list. Um, the other thing which is cool is there's so many people learning uh, because Gay's a teacher, was a teacher, still a teacher in this world now. And we're very lucky to have her. And so Gay Lisby's group, it's an awesome, awesome group. Send her a note that I sent you and you're going to get in. And it's just going to set you up for real success for 2018. I don't want to miss GoDaddy because they have been so good to me. I, I just so excited that they're a sponsor of the show because I bought so many domains through them and it's so cool. So if you go to trygodaddy.com forward slash momentum, you're going to save 30% off your purchase at GoDaddy. I'm Again, I want to go back and do my purchases over because I'd like to save the 30%. Hello. But I am getting ready to buy a couple more domains again. When I see a big idea or if I'm bringing a brand to market, I'm buying that domain. You'd be a fool not to. And so try godaddy.com forward slash momentum. Save 30%. 
awesome. And finally today, Grasshopper. Grasshopper is the app you put on your phone so you can run your business from your current cell phone. Don't add a second cell phone. A peer larger one is put a local vanity number if you want or a local 800 number to make you appear a little larger than what you are. Have the phone forwarded to your current cell phone. Have it forwarded to voicemail. Have it forwarded to your uh, reps working in other countries for you, your VAs. You have all those options. And it's just trygrasshopper.com forward slash momentum. And you're going to save 50 bucks. Trygrasshopper.com slash momentum. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Stephen Peterson. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 266, Nathan Bailey, 266. Last time Nathan was on was number 78. Incredible, incredible that it's uh, been that long ago, but go back and listen to his story because it's really a compelling story and you'll understand why he's so enthusiastic. It's just, he invests a lot of time in personal development, and I think it's so powerful. It's proof, and you'll hear his success, and we get into some of his success this year. Um, I wanted to have him on to help us kick off 2018 because I think he's one of the better uh, examples of somebody who's willing to invest. And what was very cool to find out, and I didn't know it, is what he's done different for his business um, and what a change it's made for his business. I think it's powerful stuff, and I think it's a great example when you look at what's going on and you see the changes coming, this is what allows someone to persevere. And we spend some time talking about perseverance. Very exciting. And I want to qualify this. I, I'm letting them pitch their stuff. He sells, he's a coach's coach. He sells coaching services. That's what he does. I let him pitch. I do not benefit, but I believe in buying time. I bought time from a lot of different places. And I just think it's the shortcut. Um, and if you surround yourself with the right people. So if you connect with them, I'm letting him pitch. And these guys are really great at what they do. I've had so many of my listeners or my uh, interviews, uh, people that I've interviewed say that this course, uh, this proven Amazon course has been a critical to their success and they give uh, uh, Jim and Nathan and his team credit. So I agree with that. Um, but again, I don't personally benefit, but I think you can benefit. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Uh, if you connect, awesome. Reach out to them. Uh, if not, learn something. Let's get into the podcast. All right. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest because he's a return guest. But man, it's been a long time and I'm very, very excited to have him back on because I think he's the perfect person to help us get set up for success in 2018. If you don't have a plan, I guess the good news is you don't have to worry about that you're going to fail in it because you didn't have one, right? So you're not going to succeed at it. But boy, if you do have a plan, you're going to hit these milestones and it's just so important. And I think Nathan Bailey's the perfect person to coach us through that. Welcome back, Nathan. Thanks for having me, Stephen. It's an honor. Uh, it, it's an honor for me to have you on. You are a coach's coach. You know, I love that term because you really do help bring out the best in others who are helping to bring out the best in others. That's kind of a cool place to be, isn't it? I mean, I think about that. It's it, you, you, it blows my mind every day. Me and Jim Cochran sit back and just go, man, can you believe this? You know, I mean, we've become part of this movement, this uh this, uh, the, the life has changed as we know it sales, uh, online or just sales in general has changed more over the last 10 years than it has over the last 100 years. 
That's incredible. Now, let's talk about that for a second, because, um, you know, you used to be, hey, it's all relationship. It's grip and grin. It's me, you know, getting out, pounding. The, uh, what is it? What did they used to say? The shoe leather, right? Wearing out the shoe leather, right? Knocking on doors, you know, mailing letters. When I used to sell insurance, it was, you know, send out a thousand letters, get a hundred appointments. Uh, no, send out a thousand letters, make a hundred calls, get 10 appointments, make a sale. That was the math. And you had to shoe leather every night out there knocking on doors. Is it different today? You know, it, it's different because um, it, the world is changing. Culture is changing. Um, people and the, the way that they buy things and what they buy and and how they live their life is changing. We're, we're a ch we're, and that's the only true constant in life hmm. is change. And the key to being successful in this business is to be able to recognize those changes happening and pivot, make that right pivot as opposed to getting left behind. That's a powerful statement. Um, so, you know, uh, this week Amazon came out with new um, fees, right? Just increased mm -hmm. fees. I mean, their costs are going up. You can't build all this stuff and have all those people working for you and, and stay state-of-the-art without costs going up. However, there are, is a point where it's starting to get cost prohibitive for certain merchandise, right? So having the ability to pivot as external forces, right, things outside of your control change I think is so critical. I think it's, I mean, but how do you, how do you do that, Nathan? I mean, do you sit there and say, okay, what if, uh, okay, here's my touch point, And what if something impacts that? I mean, is that, is that the place to start? Or, or do you think big picture? Where do, where do people get started? You know, that's a, that's a good question because, you know, one of the questions was asked to me at the CES conference. I'm up on the stage with Brett Bartlett and Jim Cochran and two guys I look up to very much. And the question was thrown out that if you could go back to the very beginning uh, of starting your business, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently? And that question just really hit home with me. And the obvious Ooh. answer was I would have started building my own brand instead of, of building uh, so many others' brands over the years only to have them brand gate me or, or raise their prices or, you know, could become a competitor or, you know, that's the change that I'm talking about is right now in, in e-commerce in general, right? We're seeing the death of the middleman. Uh, now, back when I used to go to the ASD trade show 11 years ago, 12 years ago, you know, the people would tell you sell on eBay. Now nah, we don't want to work with you. We don't want to, we don't deal with you, you know? And then over the years, oh, you sell on Amazon. Now nah, we, we, we don't want to deal with you. Now they're clamoring to do business with me. Oh, we want to do business with you now. So the, you know, we're seeing, you know, sometimes it's not so much something that you have to do more so than paying attention to what is going on in the world around you and in, in the environment that you surround yourself with and everything from the people you surround yourself with. You are the sum of the top five people you surround yourself with. And in a changing world, that's, that's crucial. You know, I just had a, uh, uh, an internet marketer on and she was describing about a catalog and it struck me because what I, what I think Heather Havenwood was her name. So I don't want to, it, it, it'll be an episode or two before this. And so you really want to listen to it because she describes something that I think is very powerful tied in exactly what you just said. She's like, look, just uh, if you put out a catalog was her premise is to send your customers a catalog with the merchandise you sell. However, also the merchandise that is compatible, that is complementary 
from your acquaintances, that network that you build. So, for example, I'm selling water bottles. I'm looking at my water bottle. You're selling sneakers. Well, there's definitely a relationship or yoga mats or whatever. So when I send out my catalog, because you and I have this relationship, I can say, hey, Nathan, would you be interested if I put your products in? I'd like a percentage, but I would like to bring you a customer from my customer base if that's okay. And that relation, that five people that are tight with, because you've developed these relationships, offers you an opportunity. And it was like when she said it, I'm like, huh, I had not thought about it that way, but it's very clever. And so those relationships, what you're describing, that's where the pivoting can happen because you have something that I could use that I could help grow my business. I can then help grow your business, right? And as this continues to evolve, we can just keep helping each other, propping each other up, right? Further and further, right? Well, Rising tide lifts all boats or something like that, right? Jim Cockrum and I, we call this gatekeeper marketing. This is one of the spokes in the marketing wheel. And that's kind of what we're, we're building out right now is training that goes beyond Amazon, mm -hmm. right? It goes, I mean, we're, we are proven audience formula course is coming out with, with using Facebook to pull people into your fold, right? But you know, going out and trying to market everything by yourself, right? And, and you know, relying on ads and PPC and this, you, you can't do that alone. You have to use this gatekeeper marketing strategy. It could be a YouTube uh, uh, person that has a million subscribers that has an audience, right? Where you can create what I call the win, 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 right? Their audience wins. You create value at an, create an offer where the audience wins, where the gatekeeper wins and you win. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of all I do now is I spend my time filtering out ideas and then putting together those win, win, wins, and then finding a way to wrap those, those, those streams of income around my core business, which is selling online. It, it makes perfect sense because in the old days, right, building your own website was great, but how do you get traffic there? Hence the reason the Amazon, the way she described it as a catalog or the Ebays of the world, they had the audience. So therefore... Uh, they had the success. But now what you're describing there, too, is you can take advantage of an Instagram success or uh, a YouTube person um, and market to their uh, the right type of product. You have the ability to move traffic. And it's pretty inexpensive, right? I mean, to use to get uh, I guess it depends on who the celebrity is and celebrities relative. Um, it's not that expensive to get um, some influencer marketing done, is it? It's you know what it's it costs nothing to do to do influential oh, gatekeeper marketing, but the the barrier of entry and running ads um, for for stuff just for your product or service or information or whatever online is is never been easier. It's it's it, it's actually less costly to fail nowadays than it would be in the past. Because okay. that's kind of what you're doing when you're running ads and paying for marketing is you're failing forward. You're you're trying to dial it in. You're button smashing until it works, until we're getting the right ACOS or we're getting the right marketing metrics to where, okay, we're now profiting. But me and Jim Cochran, we've always been believers that paying for like pay-per-click, like with Google AdWords, I mean, it could be done. It could be done successfully. But I just feel like it's throwing good money after bad money. You know, um, in a lot of situations. So, um, yeah, it, what, you know, you're going back to what you're saying is, 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 you know, is it maybe the question is, is it cost prohibitive or yeah, yeah, that's is, a better it, is, is yeah. it getting is it getting harder? No, it's getting easier because 
we're getting more creative, you know, finding creative solutions in business. That's what a real business owner or a CEO does is they find the creative solution. They find the broken system in their business and they find the creative solution to fix it. And you're constantly doing that. And if you're not fixing broken systems in your business or having adversity, you better check and make sure that you're actually in business and you're profit. <laughs> well, the way you're describing it's perfect. Um, and so I just want to make sure I'm clear on this. So it's more of an affiliate relationship with that in influencer, right? So therefore, there sure. is no cost unless. Okay, so I, I get that. I, I want sure. to make sure I was Although clear. I'm not a huge advocate of affiliate marketing. I mean, there's so much fraud. A lot of people come to our coaching program and say, okay, I want to learn affiliate marketing. And my question back to them is, well, do you want to do affiliate marketing or do you want to make money? Because it's hard dude. to start out doing affiliate marketing. I mean, you don't without a list, without capital to put into, you know, spending money on ads and throwing good money after bad money, you know, um, probably not the best place to start. But I mean, it has to be a component in your business. Right. Eventually, it's it's a it's a spoke that you add on to your marketing. Well, maybe you start on an Amazon and then you open up on eBay and the eBay becomes another spoke in your marketing. Well, then there's a website and then maybe you're putting an offer on Groupon as another spoke in your marketing. Well, and now you got a YouTube channel and, and, you know, you're using social media more efficiently, or you're using the former review sites to pump your product and get reviews and, and, or, you know, build say sales rank and page rank. So when, when you sit there and describe this, this marketing will, cause that's better than a plan, right? A better than a budget, right? When people hear, Oh, you got to build out a budget or a plan for next year. What do you want to do? The way you're describing it is to say, Hey, look at your plan as a wagon wheel or spoke, whatever you want to describe it. And it's okay. This section is here because you don't want to have two, right? Or three, you want to have as many as you can because, and then, then you work a plan for each one of them. Is that how you approach it? Absolutely. And what you do is you prioritize this marketing wheel. I have some, I have some training that I'm putting together on this where I call it the, the marketing will and the leverage pyramid. And this kind of touches on what you're talking about, where we build out spokes in our marketing will. You want to, and you talked about this earlier, you don't just build a website and try to drive traffic. That's like herding cattle. People don't want to be herded into cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, uh, you want to go where the traffic's already going. You want to find out who, where's the audience, where do they hang out, right? And go to them. Um, and then, and you, the key is, is getting the right audience and then focusing in on the keywords, you want to be found. That's that's really the key to this. And building out the marketing wheel, you're going to build out one spoke as you go, slow and steady, focus on one thing at a time, and then get your Amazon set up and dialed in. Okay, now I can set up eBay and get that going and dialed in. Now I've got the website. Now I'll get Facebook going and my like page and start running a bot like ManyChat. Check out, just a quick tip for your viewers, check out ManyChat.com, M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T.com. This you can build a double opt-in list on Facebook, running it through Facebook Messenger as opposed to email. Email rates, trying to do an email list, you know, open rates on email are like thirty to forty percent, where your Facebook Messenger is ninety percent. So, hot tip for the if you're listening to this, but if you're using Facebook to try to build an audience or to do a giveaway on your product or to try to pump rank for your product by saying, hey, I'm gonna put together a coupon. If you're interested in getting a coupon for 50% off this product for this week only, type I'm in in the, in the comments below on Facebook and it automatically puts them into this double opt-in bot where you can message those people after just like you would like an autoresponder like Constant Contact or AWeber. So, 
So yeah, Facebook is a huge part of what we're doing now. In in, in regards, like you said, advertising cost. My partner Brett, um, he'll do like 13, 14 million dollars on his Dynasty Toys laser gun this year. And I believe that he started on Facebook and he's got it set up to where he's getting about one cent per click. I know he generated a list when he first started in the first 90 days, like 90,000 people in 90 days at one cent a click. And then from there, you can say, hey, go back to my website to get another coupon or here's go to Amazon. If you where do you like to hang out? Here's where we are. If you like to hang out there, let's hang out. Right. To be able to do that today. It's, it, it is sophisticated, yet it's all learnable, right? If there's somebody who's teaching it, right? This is hence the reason for a coach, right? That will help you get this figured out. Right? It's getting, Yeah, Stephen, it's getting easier and easier to do this. But the, the learning curve sometimes for, is, can be steep. And you, and you just don't know what you don't know. But I can tell you, the coaches that I've been lucky enough to bring into our organization and, and my silent team and the moderators and just the people, I mean – um, it's amazing what I'm seeing that these people do. Cause a lot of times, you know, a coach will be someone who was a, a coaching client with us. So they've gone through that process, but then they come back to teach us a thing or two, but uh, the acceleration of learning and the, and the level, I mean, the levels of success that we're seeing with the, these clients that we're working with right now, um, it's just getting better and better and better because there are a couple things happening. It's getting easier to do this business because technology is shifting and changing, right? But also, um, you know, when you first heard about Amazon, right, there was, was like a lot of doubt and speculation or you'd heard eBay, well, everybody's doing it now and it's saturated. And, you know, you can't think like that and be successful in this business because there, there's so much abundance. It's 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 unbelievable um, in this in this business. But Really, the the key is, is that if you can't take action and feel comfortable with taking action, you're just not going to. And that's kind of what a coach does for people, really, is it, it is it's going to compress time and let you learn things quicker, easier. I mean, working with someone one on one versus trying to figure it out of a book or watch videos or that sort of thing. Um, it's just, it's going to compress time. Second, you're going to make sure you're doing it right. They're going to, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been working with a client and they were like, oh, I did this, this, and this. I'm like, oh no, don't do that. That's bad. No, <laughs> no, don't. I've already don't learned that. Facebook groups. Don't go into Facebook groups asking for reviews of stuff or to do someone to review your products or, you know, don't do, you know, don't do certain things. And, and it, I diverted them from disaster because right now, you know, I mean, it's, it, it, the suspensions have gone down, you know, in, in, on Amazon and whatnot, but you know, it's, it's easy to lose your account. Just one small mistake, one little thing and you're done. And if you have employees and if you have uh, family and other people worried about, or if you borrowed money to buy this inventory, you've got big problems. I mean, these are material problems that are, some of them are, you can't recover from. I mean, the business will just collapse in, on itself if you haven't structured it right. So when you think about uh, let's talk about some more of these changes, right? There is, uh, as you said, I, I agree with you. I think I've seen fewer people get suspended. Um, I do see some more quality uh, getting reinstated because there's uh, they're doing it right, and they just made a mistake, like you said, and then they show that they were doing it right, and they're you know they may a culpa, and they get reinstated. Now there's some people who are just absolutely you know in that not even the black area, you know, they're just not gray. I mean, it's in that, that bad area 
and there's no, maybe it's red, there's no way they're going to get reinstated, right? And so I see fewer and fewer and fewer of that stuff. But when you, with these changes, these evolving changes, how do you coach people through that? Because what used to be okay is not okay today in some samples, right? In some yeah. examples. How do you coach people through that? You know, it's frustrating. It, you know what? I, I don't allow it to frustrate me. What I do is I look at it at it as the challenge is that I love staying on top of what's going on in this business. In fact, that's my job is to analyze every strategy and actually do it. Don't just, you know, be a guy that learns something from somebody else and teach it. No, I actually do it. And I want to know when it changes and for my own business, because, you know, um, uh, you have to stay current with everything. And, and to me, I look at it as a challenge. Like, uh, like, you know, if you're not interested in SEO, you shouldn't do as I mean, I feel like SEO is dead, you know, from a, just a marketing perspective, but like, you know, the people that do SEO that are good at it. I mean, it's something that, that you still kind of need, you, you got to have, but it, to me, I feel like it's just a dying thing because they change the rules on it so often. Google, I mean, the algorithm changes every two, three weeks now. So you have to relearn everything and stay caught up. To me, that's just boring, so I don't engage. But the people that are really good at that sort of thing, that's all they do and they live for and they watch those changes. And that's what I've learned to do is with Amazon and eBay and with, with these search engine algor algorithms and what Facebook's doing and you know, like here's a cool change that, you know, I'm learning about. To me, this is exciting. It's not frustrating. It's exciting because it's like Facebook came out with this thing called Canvas, right? And what it is is it's a mobile app that's that if someone wants to buy your product instead of leaving Facebook and going to your site or going to wherever it is you're selling it, they stay on Facebook and Canvas. And it's like a mobile app, but they can purchase your product right there inside of Facebook and, and they never have to leave Facebook. And it's a truck. It's, it's like um, – uh, you know, instead of going out and getting something like ClickFunnels to create an offer page, right, or, or they call it a funnel, I, I call it the marketing wheel, but um, instead of diverting someone off of Facebook, you can keep them right on there, they can make their purchase, and they can go right back to doing what they were doing on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So these changes that we're seeing happen, I mean, I see Facebook taking up a, mar a huge piece of the market share of e-commerce. I see Walmart is a good change coming in, and uh, it's, it's difficult to get your product on Walmart. You have to have your own brand, and you know you have to show that it's had some success to get on there. But um, you know, I mean, I also one of the big things that I'm doing now is I've teamed up with a guy who was an attorney for Nike, and he's created a marketplace using social media, WeChat, and social media marketers to sell your product into China. Instead of just ordering all our product and private label stuff from China and bring it over to the US to sell it here in the UK and even into Australia. Australia, Amazon just opened up, by the way, but you know, I'm actually setting up a system where and we're going to be teaching people how to do this, how to sell into China. There are more millionaires in China than any country in the world. They have the second largest economy in the world and they are clamoring for US products. You know, and so, and so no, this is the change I'm adopting. Right. These are, this is, I guess it's the way, it's a perspective issue. Maybe that's the right way to say it is, yes, these are challenges and changes. However, they also create opportunities, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and the shift that we're seeing, it's shifting more towards people like you and me that aren't a, a billion dollar, you know, retail outlet to go out there and play and compete against million billion dollar retail outlets. Hmm. The, the playing field is being leveled and it just depends on 
how you choose to think, feel, and act about that is what is going to determine your outcome. But you said it in the very beginning of this, you know, you got to have a plan. Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I think that that's so smart. And it's 2018, just about, or if it is when this comes out, this is still not too late, even though in Jan, you're in the beginning of January, you can still put together a plan, right? I mean, and you really oh. have to, you really have to say, hey, what do I want to earn this year? What do I want to do this year? Where do I well, want to go? Well, those things are so important. Sorry. Think about it. Think about it, Stephen, from this perspective, instead of this is what I want to do this year. What am I going to do this week? I never plan. I don't think I ever plan out stuff. Me and Jim Cochran working together. We don't ever plan anything out maybe farther than two weeks out. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's too, it, the world is changing so fast that this is a minute to minute business day to day. I mean, I wake up every morning. I pull out my business journal and I write three things. These are the top three things I want to get done today in my business. And then I either check those things off or say, oh, I missed this one. I'm going back to that one today. And I write it down again. Did right? you fail because you missed it? You, you know what? Um, the leading cause of success is failure. I mean, Brett Bartlett has this this phrase he uses called failing forward, <laughs> you know, button smashing and just failing forward. And, you know, um, uh, you know, people, people, another good question that people ask us at, you know, we do this open walk up to a mic and ask us anything session at our CES conference. And, uh, you know, one of the popular questions we've asked, been asked multiple times was what are your failures? Tell us about your failures. Where have you failed? And, you know, Jim Cockrum, I loved his response was like, how much time you got, man? <laughs> you know, I mean, don't be afraid of failure. I mean, because it's going to happen. It's part of the process, you know, and this and you have to remember that building a business like this and building a business that's going to be ultimately successful is is a process. It's not an event. It's a process. And, and you should take a slow and steady wins the race process approach to that. And it, it would on the note of failure, you only fail. And anything when you quit. Right. Right. And so having that plan, following through with that plan and your advice is to do a, a much shorter plan. Oh, yeah. Now, because you're starting with nothing. So this what makes perfect today? sense. What are you doing today? What needs yeah. to be done today? What's the plan today? What's the, the plan of action now? A really good book I would recommend to people. Uh, it's a personal development book, but it's it's The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, that book changed my life. Um, you know, it, it really it will really help you bury your ego so that you can move forward in, in ways you 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 had no idea that you could you could excel. Your brain is a very powerful thing. It's a lot more powerful than we I think we all realize. But planning that, you know, when we talk about going into January, um, people are like, well, when do you start ramping up for fourth quarter? Yeah, January, February is when I start doing that, because you have to realize the way I buy things, sometimes I'll buy things out of season to be able to be prepared for it while it's in season. Like I do a lot of clothing, apparel, shoes, right? And sometimes I'm buying inventory in the summer at deep discounts, right? For winter. I'm buying all my winter apparel and clothing because who's buying winter stuff in the summer? Nobody. So they put it on clearance, close it. I mean, you can do a lot of really good retail arbitrage stuff by just going into you know, the right stores that are selling off their, their summer or their winter stuff in the summer and vice versa. So I'm planning way ahead. I mean, yeah, I'm only planning day by day by day, but when it comes to planning for fourth quarter, you know, I'm literally buying for fourth quarter in early February. Well, you know? to think about that, those retailers, 
have to pay those bills, right? They're coming due. They're usually 90-day terms, 60-day terms, 90 days, and I heard some even getting a year now because of the way the crazy market is. But generally, 90-day terms are very reasonable. So they've got to pay those bills end of January, early February. So that makes perfect sense. So they need the cash to pay for that other stuff that didn't sell, right? I mean, they got to pay for it. Well, one of the things that I'm seeing happening more and more now, like in the toy sector, we do a lot in selling toys as well. And like, for instance, at the ASD trade show, they do this trade show in March, right? And they also do it in August, right? Um, the the toy suppliers that I talked with in March, I usually, uh, I usually try to buy everything I'm going to buy from them then because they're usually sold out of everything by August. Oh, nice. And because, that's a clue, right? When you see that it's sold out, that's a clue that this is probably going to be a good item. Well, yeah. I mean, there are some suppliers that they'll sell out at ASD in March and for the rest of the year, you know, and, and, you know, they'll, that'll gauge how much more they need to put into production, you know, but they usually, I mean, they'll have overstocks and stuff, but usually, um, you know, they sell out completely. If you have the right relationships and, and they're buying the stuff and you're able to get your hands on the stuff that's really sought after. I mean, that's why you have like the fingerling phenomenon, right. Or the, you know, where, where nobody can find them, they're all sold out, but you can get them on Amazon for three times more expensive than what they sell for, right? Um, but that's because people that are smart, they're getting with the suppliers and they're buying them all out. So yeah. that is, that's the deep thinking right there. So it is turtle versus hair stuff. I mean, I kind of oh, yeah. show notes to you. I mean, it really is. So however your plan, um, you can have a long-term look, right? Turtle, you know, hey, I'm going to grow the business, whatever. But the planning has to happen faster and faster just because the, the world is evolving so quickly. I like that. Yes. And I wouldn't say move faster than what you're comfortable with. But, um, you know, when, when it comes to like, you know, taking your time, if you feel like you're being rushed into a decision on something like that, um, in certain situations, I mean, you know, certain times you have to strike while the iron is hot for sure. But if you're feeling pushed, like for me, a business has to, 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 um, have their three criterias, right? First of all, it has to be a long-term business for me to be involved with it. I, if it, if I can't see myself doing it for the next 20 to 30 years, I'm out. I don't want to deal with it. I, I, it's going to be a trend like, oh, hey, this Bitcoin thing is going to be great for the next three years. Hey, no offense against people doing Bitcoin. If you're making money, that's awesome. But for me, I just don't see it being something um, – I mean blockchain, yeah, long-term. But I don't see uh, the powers that be allowing new currencies. I mean the people that are creating fiat currency, no way. But like I don't see it as long-term for me. You know, I, I don't see myself doing it for 30 years, right? Selling online, I do. So that's one criteria. The next criteria is it has to be scalable and it has to be scalable at my pace. Yeah. Right? And what does scalable mean? It means something different th to you than me, right? So what that means is, is it has to be a business that I can continue to grow and build. Like, like here's an example. I see people run into this, this trap. Hey, I got this private label product and I got it and I'm selling it. And I'm like, well, what's your back end product? What's your follow-up product? What's the next product that you're going to be able to put under that brand? You know, I, I always teach people that if you're going to set up a brand or build a business around it, make sure that you have like a front end product and then a back end to that back end's back end and then a back end to that. And, you know, be able to, you know, expand that way, but scalable in a way where 
it can continue to grow. It doesn't hit this this glass ceiling and and you're you're done, right? That's it. That's as far as you can go with it. I want it to be able to to be scalable at my pace too. Sometimes you get partners or people relationships in that in that business model. They're like, hurry, 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 push, 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 go, go, go. And no, 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 no. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to analyze the data. I'm going to analyze the keywords. I'm going to take. I'm going to analyze every competitor that's out there and on every marketplace that they're on and what keywords are they using. I'm going to take my time, but something that's going to be scalable. And then the last thing besides scalable is it has to be a business that I'm making passive, meaning that I can bring other people in to completely run the business and I don't have to be there for day-to-day operations every day. Like if the biz, if I, if I got in a, you know, a horrible accident, heaven forbid, and you know, was in the hospital, um, other people would be running that business and that business would go on without me passive. Yeah, Greg Murphy uses the term bus proof. You got hit by a bus, the business can still continue. So yeah. I think that makes perfect sense. Greg's okay, awesome. So, I love so that. Those, yeah, he's such a great guy. So those three things um, really are, are like kind of a checklist for you. And if it doesn't meet one of them, it's a, hey, that's cool, it's interesting, but I'm going to pass. How about, how hard is it? Is it, well, let me say it this way. Is it easier as you get older and more experienced, because you're still young relative to me, but more experienced in this business, um, you're old to me in this business because you've been doing it longer than me. But uh, is it easier to say no today because of that experience? You know, it's a two-way street, really, because sometimes, and this is something you need to watch out for, some of those people listening to this, they're a little bit more experienced, right? It's easy to get complacent. Mm. I think it's easy to get on top of the mountain. I think it's harder to stay there. and. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can feel like, oh, hey, I have everything and you start to get complacent. That's where, where the challenge really lies and what gets harder and harder as you go on and you get more experience is to keep that young sense of, you know, entrepreneurship and, and you know, that just to, to keep a renewed vigor and enthusiasm about what you do. And I can tell you the key to that is you have to help people. You have to add value to people's lives. You have to be service oriented in everything that you do in in, in your business. In, even if you're not a coach, up, serving, even if you're oh, not selling uh, services, this is critical. More, even more so. I mean, coaching to me is just a blessing. I'm I'm so lucky I get to be involved. I'm so every day I I wake up with gratitude, going, "Wow, I can't believe I get to do this and help other people and change people's lives." But you think about your product. If you have a product that helps people, and that's how you think. Well, you're thinking, oh gosh, what should I sell? If you're new to this business, what should I sell? Well, think about what helps people and maybe take something that maybe you know a thing or two about. It doesn't even really have to be something you're passionate about, but something that you know something about or someone that you know knows a lot about, right? Because you want to have a background on the business a little bit and what's going on and who the players are and what the game is. But uh, I'll tell you that finding something that helps me, if you help people get what they want, you're always going to get what you want. And that keeps the fire going. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think there has to be, you know, I do so many of these interviews. And one thing that is so common is that this business is so different than every other industry I've worked in. I just had Ashlyn on from insurance. She's like, the insurance world is cutthroat, nasty. Nobody cares about it. I come into this world and everybody's helping each other. Everybody's encouraging. We're celebrating Nathan's success. You sell you know, multi-million. We celebrate your success rather than tear you down that that's what makes this different and that keeps those that that stuff just going and it makes it so much more fun really does 
Yeah, this community, uh, when I first got into online selling, I started selling, well, I built my first website in 1995, but I Yo. started selling um, uh, on eBay in 98, right? And, and you know, I started, uh, you know, figuring out who's in this community and what, you know, I, I partnered up with a company and they took me to eBay Live. And I'll just tell you, the the characters that you meet, they're like, this this culture, this eBay culture, or this online selling culture, these people, we're a fickle bunch. Sometimes I think we're the square peg in a round hole. You know that we're not the people that could. You know that 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 we're happy with. You know, pinning our star in life on our boss's chest and making them rich. You know, we we felt like we could do something for ourselves in the world, and and we didn't fit into that employee regimen where, you know, we, you know, I, I feel like some of us are difficult people and we just didn't get along and play well with others. So we had to end up going off to do our own thing so that we could, you know, sustain, you know, and uh, in, in running our own business. And, and I don't know if that's such a good thing or a bad thing, but I can tell you that this community, I've seen this community change and evolve. And, and, you know, the, my silent team community, that Facebook group, I would say is probably the most positive. I've been in some other Facebook groups where I was like, yeah, I can't hang out here. You know, I, I just, you know, um, it's not a good fit and it's, and that's okay. It's just, that's it's just not your group. I get it's, it. it. Well, you know, the, the negativity, I can tell you, like I right. said earlier in the conversation, you are the sum of the top five people you surround yourself with, right. whether it be on Facebook whether it be in your office or your business or your, your day to day. Right. Um, so choose wisely. And, and, and I can tell you that, that this community though, it's amazing. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, Oh man, you and Jim Cockrum are at the, the, the top of all this, you know, and I, we don't feel that way. What we feel like we're not above anybody. We feel like we're below everyone trying to lift them up. And that brings us the most happiness. You know, it's like, we, you, you would think that people would be like, oh man, you know, my business did this and I'm totally rich now and I can go do whatever I want with my time and I've got people working for me doing all the work and I can go buy whatever I want and do whatever I want and that's what's going to make me happy. But people in that situation that I know, some of those people are some of the most miserable people I know. The people that I know that are the happiest in life are the ones that are focused on serving others. And, they're, and, 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 they, and, they, and they, they, they get a lot out of that. When you think about year after year, you know, I mentioned that I was looking for perseverance. You know, um, challenges happen to everyone, right? Challenges happen in, in your life this past year. happens in all our lives. How do you persevere? Is it is it because of those five people you surround yourself and you have a plan and you have a system that keeps it, the wheel kind of, it's like a, like a flywheel. I know that one yeah. talks about Momentum. flywheel. Yeah. yeah, momentum. Yeah, yeah. A good name for a podcast. Is that is that kind of what keeps that perseverance going for you? You know what? I'm glad that you that you asked that because you know your goals change. You're you know I talked about you. Know, sometimes you can get complacent. Once you get up on that mountain, you can get complacent, and you can't. You can never get complacent ever with this business. So based on that, um, you know this is what I have to say works for me because. It's like a diet. What would work for me may not work for someone else, right? Everybody's body's different. Every I've never met an entrepreneur that's the same or a business owner or a coaching client where they're the same as this person and they need to go into this cookie cutter model. So different people need different things. But I'll tell you one thing that was difficult for me 
was I was running. I've been running everything out of my house for years. I got a 6,000 square foot house. We, this last year into at the end of 2016, um, in fourth quarter, we got to a place where every area of my whole home was full boxes all the way to the ceiling. There were little alleyways through boxes. And, you know, um, I thought, man, if one of these boxes falls over on one of my kids, I mean, I've got a six-year-old and a nine-year-old, you know, this could be devastating. I'll bet if DCFS came in here right now, they would, uh -oh. they would pull my kids, man. But I mean, that's how it was. That's how we always did it because, you know, we were stay-at-home mom and dad. That's, that's, how, that's my full-time job as a dad, right? And we're doing this all out of our house. And I've got a big house and a big garage. And, but once you're getting containers of stuff and, and you, it's just your neighbors are like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, um, but we moved into a warehouse and I had to kind of force my wife. My wife's the real brains behind our online selling business here. I'm not uh, bashful about that. But, um, you know, it was it was like pulling teeth to get her to realize, no, we need pallet racking. We need a forklift. We need a warehouse. We need warehouse workers. That's what needed to change in our business. So I went out and got a warehouse and my wife reluctantly runs it now. She runs the whole show. She's better at that stuff than I am. But getting that warehouse, there were some changes that need to be done. And this will be a good segment for people that are looking to expand into that. They've gotten to a place where this business has taken over their home. I wanted my house back. I got it back, right? You should see. Because it adds pressure to you, right? That's oh, the, oh, yeah. Clutter. Stress. You feel that. Yeah. Oh, man. It, it, you've, yeah. So so separating your home and business that there's a balance there that, that that can be difficult, right? But moving into a position of having a warehouse now, the way that I positioned it was, okay, I'm going to go and become a 3PL company, a third-party logistic, right? Meaning that I'm going to go out and find accounts. Now, I don't really do Amazon prepping. I do it for some of my coaching clients that kind of need help and people, good, good friends that I meet through doing coaching with them and whatnot, where we partner. And But I went out and found, like for instance, um, pinatagrams.com. Uh, met Nathan, the owner of this. We partnered up. Now I do all of his fulfillment. So I ship these pinatas that have a custom message on it. We do it for ZipRecruiter. We have ZipRecruiter. We have Apple. We have uh, Fluent. We have a bunch of corporations and businesses that say, okay, instead of we want better than a letter. Instead of sending a letter to to this business saying, hey, come back to us. We want your business. We send a pinata, and it's we found that it was one of the only things you can send through the post office without having it be in a box. It's it's open. It's just a pinata. It has a shipping label on you know That's one side funny. of it. And then a custom message. So you can go to pinatagrams.com and send a pinata to somebody with your custom message on the pinata, right? And so it's a, it's a it's just a business I partnered with. But you know I do you know a couple thousand at a buck fifty uh, per unit of those a month, right? For his business, and that pays for the cost of the warehouse. Well, I was going to say month. now it's a revenue stream. There's no so, expense in your so warehouse. Instead of just having a warehouse where I've got to cover all the costs of everything off of my own business, I leverage other people. I've also uh, I've got many partners that we do fulfillment for. I just put together. Um, a deal with a, a magnesium and electrolyte product, um, a collagen product, um, and all the, I got people clamoring for me to help them not only sell their stuff for them on Amazon and build out their marketing will for 25% of the take, but I also charge them fulfillment. So this year also, well, this has been a couple of years since I set this up, but I really kind of beta, been beta testing it, but I started a business called Integraship. 
Integraship.com. It's a shipping company that I own. It's like ShipStation, except for I provide it for free. There is no monthly charge to it. It's free, right? But what it does is it gives you a discount shipping rate, okay, on, on all your shipments, and it integrates with eBay and Amazon and uh, Etsy and your website and all the WordPress shopping carts and Walmart and uh, you know uh, PayPal and it also tracks everything in QuickBooks. You can hook it up to everything and have this multi-channel shipping platform. It's free. Get a better discount shipping rate. So what I do is my 3PL clients, right, the people that I do shipping for them. I don't do much Amazon prepping because man, there's so many guys out there that are just so much better at it than I am. Like John Bullard and Gary Baird and. And, you know, uh, Stephen Schiffman, Worldwide uh, Fulfillment, and, you know, all these guys that do prepping, that they've been doing it for a long time, you know. But I like 3PL because, see, I instead of you sending me a, a box of 50 or you know, 20 different items that I have to Tetris into another box and label and ship into Amazon for you, I'd rather just have you send me pallets of one the one key thing that you sell, put that up on my pallet racks, and when we sell it, just, you know, pull down cases and send it directly to the customer for you for more money than you would pay me for doing prepping, right? So these three PL, so I learned how to adapt to where, if I'm gonna have a warehouse, I'm gonna have other people pay for it. So now the wor the workers that work there, right? And the space and the power rack and the internet and everything is paid by other businesses that I partner with. So now all of my inventory is stored, packed and shipped and dealt with at no cost. Right, so think about competitively, you're selling the same water bottle I am, who has the advantage, right? You have that cost covered where I don't. And so competitively, that's a huge, huge tool. And um, I assume you do seller fulfilled prime now and you can do that with these I, cost you increases. Know You're I, not struggling against that, are you? I don't do sell, seller fulfilled prime actually, because it's for what I do, it's dangerous. Oh. Here's, here's a prime example, right? With why, if you're if you're doing what I, I we ship out uh, right now during the fourth quarter, our average has been about seven to eight hundred units a day, Whoa. merchant fulfilled that we ship out ourselves, right? And basically, you know, those shipments it, we have to stay on top of it. But if you do seller fulfilled prime, if you do merchant fulfilled prime, right? If you don't get that product, the shipping label printed out and, and logged in on Amazon by 5 p.m. or the, the next day, that hurts your metrics. That seller prime, I mean, you want to have that prime logo next to your, your deal, but sometimes it's not worth it at the cost of your metrics and pos and potentially lose count. So it's count. really having a structure in place to, and processes to handle well, it. Don't don't bite off more than you well, can Well, here's, here's a prime example. Yesterday, there was a sub driver for USPS, United States Postal Service. They... Every day they come by with a big truck and I have to, we, we, we ship pallets with them every day. Right. And yesterday they didn't show up It got around four o'clock and because that they didn't show up and those items didn't get scanned in that can hurt your metrics on Amazon. So I literally had to call the postmaster and say, Hey, what's going on? Because we're at the mercy of them. And, and it was a sub driver that just didn't realize they needed to come by our warehouse and pick it up. And that's another beautiful thing now, you know, um, you know, you, 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 you want to choose your battles, but now that I have a warehouse, it's opened up a, a, you know, a massive door of opportunity. For instance, all these partners that I go out and find these businesses, I literally have a guy out there hunting businesses that have, that are clueless about selling online and on Amazon. And he's bringing them to me and I'm paying him a piece of the 25% that I make for managing all their stuff online. But to be able to bring those people into my warehouse, 
got an office in my warehouse. We sit down and talk. They can see everything going on. They can see it. My, my warehouse is full to the brim right now. Completely. So it legitimizes what you're doing too. Boom. There's that. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things that it can do for you, but not only that, you know, having this warehouse expense, having to buy a, a forklift and pallet racking and pallets and hire people that you're going to hire on and pay them every week. And that, you know, that overhead of that, I think it's good to push yourself into that position when you're ready so that it's like, man, I need to go. It's like, that's how you keep from, from getting complacent and you persevere. You keep pushing yourself into, into positions where it's a little bit scary and outside of your comfort zone. Don't go too far with it. Don't push yourself over the edge where you could lose everything. Um, you know, like don't take, don't go mortgage your house and go buy Bitcoin. Right. But, um, you know, it's like, it's like go slow and steady, but push yourself, keep pushing yourself a little bit more and more outside of that comfort zone and, and start realizing that leveraging other people's time, leveraging other people's knowledge and leveraging other people's resources or money are, is the key to growing your business. And so you're, you're going to have to be an entrepreneur at one point. You know what the, you know what the word entrepreneur means? It's a French word, risk taker. Right. So that's one thing to how you persevere, because think about this. Do you think I could I could have handled another year of boxes stacked up in my house? My kids, you know, you know, listening to you, though, you're still excited. Nineteen years later, Nathan. Right. You described starting in 1998 on eBay. Nineteen years later, you're still excited. Oh, to me, that's the coolest thing. As I listen to you, and I know you, you've had incredible growth, and it didn't just happen, but and you surrounded yourself with 44,000 members in my silent team, by the way. There are 44,000 Facebook members in my silent team. Incredible. By surrounding It's like 600,000 on our list. 600,000 really? on our list. Oh yeah. God. It's just incredible to me to hear somebody 19 years later, you're like a kid. You, I mean, if you listen to it from my side, I'm listening. I'm like, oh, my God, he's so excited. It, that's perseverance, right? I mean, that's what pushes you through when, when junk happens. Well, you, gratitude. There are two words I live by, gratitude and expectancy. I have gratitude that for everything that happens to me. I wake up every morning, and the first word that I say that comes out of my mouth every day as a habit is just gratitude, right? gratitude and then expectancy. I expect that great things are going to happen. And when you have this type of mentality and you have this type of mindset, um, it's really hard. It's just the, it's, it's like the, the law of the universe, great things come your way. You know, you, you, you get back what you put out, you know, and for me, it's easy to be excited about this business because it's, it meets those three criteria. It right. never gets boring to me, I'll, I'll, but I will be honest with you. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I get people that, you know, communicate with me over Facebook or I go to a conference and, and people and, and everyone wants to just sit around and talk Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. And, and yeah, I mean, talk about it all day, every day is boring. But I mean, really, once you're getting the results and you can actually share that with somebody else, hey, look what I did. You know, that to me, that to me is, is cool. And then, you know, Brett goes, oh, you did that? Well, let me try that. Oh, here, let me combine it with what I did. And then Jim comes back with, well, why don't you guys do this? I mean, what really excites me the most is, man, I get to work around a genius like Jim Cockrum every day and, and Brett Bartlett and these guys that are just, they, they, I'll be honest with you, they have something that I don't have and, and that is very uncommon to find in other people. It's like, it's like, it's like being a singer. You're either born with it, you've got it or you don't, you know, it's, it's, like you can't just develop, you know, 
into to be a wannabe. Yeah, you always that when you look at an American Idol and you're like, hmm, somebody should have been honest with you and just said, really, you weren't <laughs> very good. You, know? you, you either have it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With with uh, with the genius side of it. And Jim Cockrum, it's amazing to like say, hey, I've got this idea. You know, and that's kind of my thing is I'm the idea machine. You know, I'll get things going. But my idea is just a, an average idea or a good idea. Sometimes it's a great idea, but it doesn't become the right idea until Jim looks at it and analyzes it and says. Yeah, you should position it like this. And oh, that idea, this is what you can well, this is how you'd really want to approach it. I mean, I can tell you, he's diverted me away from so many bad ideas and not well thought out things. And that's that's really for me, uh, one of the benefits behind coaching or having a mentor or doing masterminding or having partners or having relationships in the business is you get to learn and you get to grow. And I think that's how na- human nature works, Stephen, is if 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 you're continually growing. You have to grow. That's why most people are so dissatisfied at their day job is they're not growing. They're stuck there in that position. But that's the design of those businesses. I mean, that's what they're designed for. They're not that's not the creative. It doesn't I mean, it doesn't encourage creativity. You know, I sit here and listen to you and it's like iron sharpens iron. Andy always says that to me. He's like iron sharpens iron. Iron. And it's so it's I'm listening to you. You're talking about uh, Andy uh, Slammons. And he just always says that to me, you know, iron, iron sharpens iron, you know. And so I see that with you and Jim. And, you know, again, I I should make sure people understand. I don't benefit in any way. I'm not an affiliate or anything like that. I just believe in the power of teams. And the power of getting into networks and 44,000 members in a Facebook group says something that just doesn't happen overnight. 600,000 members in the other group, um, uh, that just doesn't magically happen. That's been intentional. And so the success that you guys have, the number of people that I've had on my show that have come through uh, a proven Amazon course is enormous. I mean, it, it's just a lot of them credit it credit that with getting them started and keeping them I think that was the description you keeping them on track so let's close with this I want to say this Um, you know again Steve doesn't benefit in any way other than I get to see somebody have success and to me that's my win right if I see somebody like aha get it that's a win for me What's the best way? They can join mysilentteam.com Facebook group for free. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's correct. They just make sure that you're real. Um, If somebody's interested in coaching, and again, Stephen doesn't benefit. If somebody's interested in coaching, if this stuff has connected with you, if you said, hey, I like what he's talking about. I'm looking for that. What's the best way for somebody to find out more information? You know, the best thing to do is is to have us, you know, take like a a 10,000 foot view of where you're at versus where you want to be. And then contrast that to what we've been able to do for other people in, in, in a similar situation. Nobody's the same, but they need to go to jimcockramcoaching.com and they need to, uh, schedule for just a, a free, uh, strategy session. And my consultants, they're awesome people. They're courteous. You know, it's, it's, for them, if they don't feel like like they can really help you, they're going to push you in the direction of what's going to help you first. I mean, some people aren't ready for the step of getting a coach. I mean, you have to be in the right time and place in your life um, to, to really benefit from it. I mean, we're very careful about who we will allow to do it. But, um, you know, what they'll do is they'll 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 talk to you about what the options are. So, you know, you may not realize that you can do this or that, or they'll take a look at your business and they'll be like, okay, this is what you're doing. Did you know about this? Did you know about this? You know, okay. So these are the things that we would be able to teach you. This is, 
you know, and then and if, if you feel that coaching would be a benefit for you, they can literally custom and tailor and structure something specific for you that fits around your budget, that fits around how much time you're putting into the business, you know, where you're at. And if you're a brand new beginner, great, we'll help you. Um, if you're intermediate, we that's that's where we've I think we've had the most impact. And even people that are million dollar sellers, we coach them. I mean, you know, one of our one of my favorite uh, case studies that I like to you know, put out there to, for people to look at is Mike Brown, Death Wish Coffee. I mean, the guy's massive now. You know, he's the number one best-selling coffee in the world on Amazon, bigger than Folgers and Maxwell House and these other brands. Um, you know, I like I love to look, you know, show people Brett Bartlett. I love to show people like Barrington McIntosh and you know, P Robin Johnson, all people that have come through our coaching that have gone on to to really do huge things. And and uh, you know what, they did it. I mean, we we get to collect the success story, and we have lists and lists and lists of them. I mean, so many success stories, I can't even keep up with it. But really, it's it's the the glory is all to them and the, and the man upstairs. You know, they did the work, they took the action, and you know what, we were just we were just blessed to be a part of that process. That's why I think I'm so excited about what I do, Stephen. Is man, I've been part of that process for so many people. I know what I'm capable of. I've I've help change people's lives then those people will come back to change my life and man it's there's something going on here more than this it's, it's I, I love what you describe it makes perfect sense to me take a look at your business and look at the delta between that and what you're describing that will show you the opportunities right and if you have to pay for somebody to help you fill in those gaps so be it because you want it as fast as you can the good news is you figured out those gaps and you can get that adjustment. Oh, love it. Okay. So jimcockramcoaching.com um, if you're interested in that. And again, I don't benefit other than seeing you have success. Well, and to well, me, that's powerful. Well, maybe we should do um, like maybe a, a fundraiser for something cool. I love military veterans. Um, I'm uh, involved with uh, uh, the Green Beret Foundation. Um, and, and if there's any military veterans or, or uh, you know, um, at, at CES, we, we raised uh, $3,500 that we gave to the Salvation Army for hurricane relief through people signing. So if they're, you know, uh, why, why don't we say that uh, anybody that listens to this, if they uh, mention Steven Peterson, if they call into Jim Cochran Coaching, um, we'll do, uh, donate 10% of the proceeds of all of that um, to a, uh, a charity of, of our choosing. That's that's very cool, very kind. Let's again, do I don't. Let's, let's change the world, man, profoundly. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so uh, if somebody has a follow up question for you specific, Nathan, what's the best way to get you? You know, I would say add me as a friend on Facebook. Okay, um, I'll put your Facebook contact there. You know what? Yeah, just Nathan Bailey. Add me as a friend on Facebook and PM me. I, you know, I, man, it's crazy. Sometimes I'm up till one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, just going into my other folder and you're excited and see that just add me as a friend first because i might not see the message but yeah pm me on facebook and you know that's the beautiful thing about me and jim in our organization is like we're not too big to answer people personally like you know you don't have to go through layer of layer of layer to get to us and talk to us and ask a question i mean we're right real. on the lines we love it we love it's real yeah that matters that matters hmm. all right well man i appreciate it i knew you're the right person to get us started off I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I wish you nothing but success. Man, Stephen, it's such an honor. Thank you for having me on today. 
Man, is he enthusiastic. I, I'm so jazzed. I'm so pumped right now after talking with him. And he's like that in person, too. It's real. It's in your face. It is, you're going to do it, and you're going to be successful, period, because you have it in you. And I, I think he's so right on. Um, love it, love it, love it. Ecommercemomentum.com. Hey, don't forget my sponsors, Solutions for E-Commerce. Karen Locker, uh, another member of that group, she's been unbelievable. She's had a great year, and she's really done great things. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. She's not going to be so excited when I tell her all the products that we're bringing in this year. But, man, they just buckle down and take care of it for us. We're so lucky to have her. Um, so it's Solutions, the number four, ecommerce.com forward slash momentum. You're going to save 50 bucks, and she's going to do an inventory health report. If you haven't done one, it's 2018. You just got done with 4X uh, storage fees. You got to get them. Long-term storage fees are coming. Winter is coming. Got to get it off. Um, so have her do that report for you. It's very powerful, and it will help you be smarter about your business. Solutionsforecommerce.com forward slash momentum. Take care. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.